Leighton Christian Academy head coach Casey Stanley comes by to talk about his background in coaching and why he's so excited to be a high school coach right here in Utah. Let's check it out. This is the Utah High School Hoops podcast, your source for sometimes informative, but always entertaining coverage of the Utah high school hoops scene with your host, Adam Peek. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I am joined today for my first interview. This is my first basketball interview, Coach Casey Stanley. Did you know this? Uh, the previous three people canceled. Is that is that what happened? You're the first one who said yes, is what I'm yeah. trying to say. I mean, to say that I was like, you know, this is my first choice, but you were just like, you made me feel guilty on Twitter. And I was like, well, I got to make it right. Yeah, that's how I got my wife as well. The same, same exact way I made her feel guilty on social media. And here I am married with, with, with a child. So, yeah. Congratulations, too. That's great. Uh, you're, no, thank you. We just uh, uh, successfully put her to bed. It's a it's a two man uh, operation these days. Uh, you know, she's just getting over a cold. So uh, one of us holds her down and, the, you know, the other one uh, gives her ch uh, children's Tylenol. So that's yeah. pretty much what we do. And listen, uh Having done, it, it was a bit of a blur for me. Like my wife will ask me questions about like, oh, you remember when, when, you know, pick one of our five children was this age. I'm like, I just, it was just all like, like it just happened. It's, it's been crazy. Um, I don't, I don't have like all the specific memories, but it's, it's, uh, it feels like time goes slow and then it speeds up. That's, a, that's about how I felt, but uh, we could turn this into a parenting uh, podcast. We're going to talk about Utah high school basketball. And we are two people pretty new to this state. I mean, relatively speaking, right? So um, I've been here for five years, but, you know, a few of those were COVID, so those didn't count. You've been here for how long now? Six months? Six months. That sounds about right. Okay. And not, not only am I, am I new to Utah, I'm new to high school in general. You know, we, we do some of these fall league games, and I'm asking the refs, like questions and they think I'm, I'm, I'm being, being a smart aleck, but I'm, I'm honestly, I'm asking, I'm like, Hey, how does this work in high school? I'm asking as we go. Yeah. So that's a great point. Let's start there. Uh, I mean, your background is, is pretty cool. It's pretty fun. I'm sure there's some really great stories, but um, so first of all, this is uh coach Casey Stanley is the head basketball coach at Layton Christian Academy up in Layton, Utah, <laughs> I think. Right. Yep. That's not yep. just a, you got it. You got it. name. Um, brand new here, but don't, you don't come up through the high school ranks. You didn't, you know, come up through like an AAU situation. Um, you know, you are, a, you're a college coach that has settled here into uh, lovely Utah. So why don't you give us a quick introduction on your background? Yeah, I, uh, I have 15 years of, of college coaching experience, um, multiple different states, multiple different situations. Um, I can go through all of them if you want, but I, I have to do it in order because if I, if I, if I skip around, I, I start forgetting entire states that I've lived. Yeah, um, let's, I think we should do it because I think there's a lot of people who really glamorize college coaching like if i could just get, if i could just coach in college but when you kind of list these out like you got to be ready it's like a military schedule like yeah, oh, it all the time. There, there was a, a streak i think where it was like three or four years i lived in a different state every year different job um you know i and and you know obviously you know when you when you're a college coach you pretty much work 12 hours a day seven days a week um, you know, it's, it's a lot. So, you know, it's not, you hear some of these States and some of these cities and you think, okay, well, you know, that sounds like a great place to live, but you know, you're spending most of that time in an office or in a gym someplace. It's, it's not everything it's cracked up to be. 
Um, I started, um, I was at Iona. Um, I was a student manager my senior year. Kevin Willard, um, who was an assistant coach for Rick Patino at Louisville, gets the Iona job. Um, so I end up basically convincing him to hire me full time. Basically, I volunteered my senior year um, with the promise that uh, or really the hope that he would hire me at the end of it, um, which he did. Um, so I worked two years for Kevin Willard at Iona. Um, we ended up being pretty successful and winning, and he was able to get the Seton Hall job. So I went with him to Seton Hall. I was at Seton Hall for one year. Um, and, you know, just through the Kevin Willard coaching tree, I became friendly with a lot of people at, at Louisville. Um, so I get a call. Sorry, sorry I got to interrupt you. It's pronounced Louisville. No, that's it. That, that's actually incorrect. Uh, by the way, they're just so you know, they're losing an exhibition game right now. So I, I have it on in the background. We don't need to talk about their season last year either. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, as a Colorado kid, we pronounce it Louisville because there's a Louisville, Colorado, and that's mm -hmm. how Americans pronounce it. We're not French. Anyway, okay. So sorry to interrupt you there. I had no, to no, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. That's crazy um, to lose in an exhibition game. <laughs> um, so I, uh, so I'm, I'm at, so I get a, a call from Richard Patino. Um, who said, listen, we have an opening on staff. Um, I'm helping my father fill it, um, you know, and, and we'd like to talk about it. So I, I basically, I get involved in that situation and I end up getting hired and going to Louisville. I, I'm there for like eight months and we go to a final four. Um, at the end of that, Richard Patino gets a head coaching job at Florida International um, in Miami, his first coaching job. And he offers me a spot to come along with him. So, you know, I'm 25 years old and I get offered a chance to be a division one assistant coach and I got, I got to take it. Right. Miami, 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 yeah. no question. So I go down, uh, I go down to FIU and um, did you say you were taking your talents to South beach? Like, did um, you make an announcement? No, no. Cause that, that'd be a little bit played out. I mean, you know, I don't want to do that. No, no one, no one, but you would have found that funny. So I, 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 I would have laughed had I known you. Um, so, so I go down there and we, we took over for Isaiah Thomas um, at FIU. Um, so actually probably you asked for funny stories. Probably all my funny stories are, are Isaiah Thomas stories when I wasn't even there. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so we're there for one year. They had won like five games the year before and we win 18 and go to the conference championship. Um, and we end up getting a job at the university of Minnesota. Um, you know, he replaces Tubby Smith. Um, and I go with him. So I'm there for a year. Um, and when I'm there for a year, I get a call from Kevin Keats who I was on staff with at Louisville and he gets a job at North Carolina, Wilmington. Um, so he offers me a spot there. I accept it. I spend three years at the university of Wil uh, North Carolina, Wilmington. We win three regular season titles. We go to two NCAA tournaments. Uh, we win tremendously. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I get offered a job at Arkansas state university. So I take that job. Um, the biggest positive from Arkansas state university is I, I, I met my wife there. Um, I, I say I rescued her from Arkansas, you know, it was a humanitarian effort. Um, so I, I bring her out of Arkansas and, um, at the end of three years at Arkansas state, um, uh, really two days into COVID, I get a call that Rick Patino um, is taking the, the job at Iona, my alma mater. Right. Um, so, I mean, the, the chance to go work for a Hall of Fame coach um, at my alma mater uh, was a no-brainer. Now, it was uh, two days into COVID in the epicenter, um, the, the, the busiest place of COVID, but it was something that we did. So we did that for two years. Um, 
and you know, my wife and I were pregnant. And uh, so we decided not, the opening came up at Arkansas state again, which is where my wife is from. Um, so we decided to take it uh, because, you know, honestly, we, we wanted help from our family and support from our family uh, during, during birth and that whole process. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, ultimately, I think I, at that point, was ready for a move, um, ready for a, a chance at raising a family. Um, I kind of always wanted to um, kind of get out of college coaching at a certain point there. Um, and after a year, I was afforded that opportunity at uh, Leighton Christian. And, and that brings me out of Utah. That's amazing. I mean, I hope, I hope you know, if you're listening, you're following along with that, right? I mean, that is that's a, you, you made a lot of moving companies very happy, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, just like dotting around the map. Mm -hmm. Um, and now, now you're here in Utah. So what was it about, um, going into high school from college? Like, was it just too much of a grind that you felt like, cause you gotta be out recruiting, right? You gotta be out and it's not just recruiting anymore. You know, I mean, not that you were only ever recruiting high school, but now with the transfer portals, like you gotta know, you got to know kids D1 to JUCO to high school. Like there's, I, I got to believe there's a lot of pressure right now on assistants in college to get it right. Cause kids yeah. can move now. Well, so it's so, on that grind. Yeah. So, so college coaching used to be um, September to March. Uh, you're, you're working seven days a week, 12 hours a day, sometimes more traveling, but then usually kind of in April, May and June, it would slow down. Um, and then it would pick up again in July. Now with the transfer portal, it's a 12 month a year um, grind. You really you, you have no time for family. Um, you have no time, uh, you know, to to, you know, sit down roots or do any of that stuff. Um, you know, and that's not something I wanted to do. I, I wanted to be present, you know, for my family, for my wife, for my daughter. Um, mm -hmm. You know, th those were things that were all very important to me. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I could always get a nine to five job, but it's just, I, I love basketball. So, you know, high school in my mind was a perfect uh, landing spot. Now I didn't know if I could find um, a high school job uh, that was as committed um, to, to me and my family and, and a great situation like, like I did. Um, and that's, that's honestly what brought me to Utah. Um, you know, it, it was, uh, also a, a great place to raise a family, you know, when you yeah. sit there and you think about great places to live, um, you know, and, and, you know, and an adventure and, and basically this checked all the boxes for us. No doubt. I think Forbes just came out with something that said Utah was like the happiest state or something like that in the U S and we felt that I, mean, I, I haven't lived nearly as many places as you have, but you know, we're from Colorado. We lived in San Diego, moved back to Colorado and then came to Salt Lake five years ago. And I mean, I work in Minneapolis, like my full time job. I, I am on the road a lot, but I want to live like I want my kids to be raised here. Um, I want them to grow up here. And what's funny is even, you know, this is a whole other rabbit trail that we're not going to go down. But like we have a very eclectic, like multicultural friend group in, in Salt Lake City, which people don't realize who are outside of the state. Um, just how diverse the city of Salt Lake City is. So it's been awesome for us, um, and and I'm glad I'm glad you guys got here. So I want to talk. Uh, I'd be curious to know a little bit about then. So you have this college experience, and you're bringing it to not only high school basketball but high school basketball here in Utah. Um, what are some things that, as sort of an outsider, that you say to? you know, kids like, like Tyron, right? Like you've got Tyron. He's, he's a, he's a tremendous kid. I got to know him a lot this, uh, this past AAU season. 
um, you know, kids who have like these ambitions, like what are you telling them as somebody who has that perspective that a lot of people don't about like, you know, the work and the, and the effort and like things you got to do. I'd, I'd really be curious to get your perspective on that. Honestly, it sounds like a cliche, but they don't understand the daily grind that, that goes into it. You know, um, Tyron is uh, Tyron Jones is a tremendous athlete, uh, tremendous basketball player, tremendous young man. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just uh, this is a, a thing that that consumes your life. If you're going to make it to that level, that's not something that you can just, um, you know, kind of luck into or happen into. This has to be a conscious decision. You have to get up consciously every day and work. Um, and, you know, we touched on the transfer portal. Um, but, but that just has added a whole new element to it, you know, where, um, conceivably there are only 400, 450 high school kids, um, who will go division one in, in, yep. in that class in that 2025 class. So if that's truly your goal, just being a good athlete and having good size, isn't going to be enough. You know, you have to be totally committed, um, to all of your skills. You have to be totally committed to knowing how to play and you have to be right, right, uh, place, right time. Um, yep. You know, Utah traditionally is a state that is pretty tough to be recruited out of. Um, so you have to align yourself with people that are going to help you get to that level if that's your dream. Yeah, yeah, that's that's tremendous. I mean, I think it's great advice, right? Like, I think there's a lot of a lot of the talk that I hear. You know, and I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm nobody, right? Like, I'm not a coach. I'm not. I'm just a guy that's hosted a podcast who has gotten into basketball here, and, you, and I love I love the game. Trust, like, I love basketball. But I'm not I never got as invested as you did. Um, But just like hearing and kind of like even just doing like basic math that you did. Right. It's like, hey, there's 400 or 450 kids. Now they got this new legislation that passed about like, you know, scholarships and you have to honor scholarships. And it's like the, the recruiting process just got way harder if you're a high school kid than it did, you know, even probably four or five years ago with COVID years and all that stuff. So, um, you know, being able to stand out isn't just like are you really good as a player from utah it's like can can you what can you do to you know kind of maximize your talent and put in that work and uh, it's so it's it's so hard i don't want to sound like an old man when i say this but I, i am getting up there in age but they're surrounded by so many people that tell them what they want to hear and tell them oh you're league bound and you're a pro and you know, but they don't understand what that takes to get there. Um, you know, step one is being the best player in your region. Do that. Like that's step one. Like, right. and then there are a million other steps after that. Um, you know, and it's as good of a basketball state as Utah is. And, and now that I'm in it, now that I'm entrenched in it, I see it as tremendous. Um, it, it's very hard to go out and, 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 and reach your dreams and reach your goals. And, um, you know, it's something that takes, uh, being consumed by it like anything but it's like anything like you know if if you want to be successful at anything you do you need to be consumed by it you need to work for it um you know and and you know a lot of a lot of kids have dreams but don't understand what it takes to get there necessarily yeah yeah it's been fun because i've been able to apply a lot of the stuff i've learned in my professional career just in helping some of these kids kind of grow it's like you know, it's, it's the same basic principles, whether it's basketball or it's, you know, in my case, like I, I run a sales team or if you want to run a podcast or if you want to be an influencer. So like whatever you want, you want to be a musician, like it is daily boring work is the is the only way to get there. Right. I mean, sure, people luck out occasionally, but like that's not a there's, 
there's a process there. It's like you, you have to do the boring work each and every day. Um, and it's okay, especially with basketball. I, I feel like saying like, it's okay if you don't become a division one basketball player, like there's no, no shame in being a varsity basketball player. hundred uh, percent. And, or, or going division three or NAIA or junior college, or, you know, it's people have all kinds of different paths. Um, you know, yeah. and, and, and I think some of the problems sometimes with, youth basketball players is that they identify themselves just as a youth basketball player and think like, okay, now I got to do the next step and I got to do the next step. And then when, when it ends, cause the ball finishes bouncing for everybody at all different times, but for everybody. So what are you able to do once that ball finishes um, bouncing? Um, and, and again, not to sound like a cliche, but the hard work it takes to achieve a basketball dream in essence, you know, you're, you're kind of teaching them life skills. You're teaching them the, the importance of hard work and dedication and things aren't always going to be easy. Um, yep. You know, and, and I think for the first time in, in, in my, like I'm uh, get, getting the age with these high school kids where they're, they're seeing the first t- time, this is not coming super easy to them. Um, and, and I think that's important to them and how they handle it because that's, that's what they learn for life. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's let's talk a little bit there. It's it's a good transition point uh, to this upcoming season. So uh, it's your first season, obviously at at LCA. Um, you know they've had, uh, I believe they've had a pretty long or at least recent memory. They've had some really good teams there, uh, some good kids, some good players. Uh, what are you looking forward to in this coming season? I don't even know. Do you do you play in like is it five A, four A? What we're four A. You're four A. Okay. Um, for a region eight. Um, I am taking over for Bobby Porter, who is a living legend in the state of Utah. He won five state titles. Um, he's pretty much been there since the inception, um, you know, of, of Leighton Christian, um, you know, about, I think about 22 years, he ended up coaching, but um, first they were one a, then they were two a, then they were three a, they won all those state titles. Um, and, and their goal is um, to keep climbing the ladder. Um, the goal is to win, win state titles in every classification. Um, so they've, they've accomplished the first three, there's three left to go. And, um, you know, Bobby did such a tremendous job and it's such a unique situation because as the school is currently constructed, it's mostly international kids. I'd say 400 students, let's say 300 of them are international. Um, well, every year these kids come to America, uh, wanting Number one, an opportunity to go to an American high school to get American education. Um, but they want to play American high school sports like they've seen in the movies. Um, you know, so it's where there are some schools in Utah, I understand that a group of guys play together from seventh grade to eighth grade to ninth grade and just come up through the ranks and um, play together, same system under the same coaching tree, in essence. Um, every year, Leighton Christian, uh, you know, I, I have. I have 13 new players this year. Um, yeah. Every year, Leighton Christian gets a new group of, of kids and they try to make it work. And traditionally, I mean, Bobby was a tremendous coach, but if you look at the way things went, he would start slowly as he, as he meshed, uh, you know, a group of kids together. But then by the end of the year, that's usually when he made his run. So um, that, it's all, it's all a new experience for me and I'm excited and tremendously fortunate. And, you know, couple things. Number one, it, it's so amazing to get the opportunity to take over a program with as much history and tradition 
as, as Leighton Christian. But, you know, also the fact that Bobby Porter has been so instrumental in, in helping me, uh, words of, of wisdom along the way and, and, and making this tra transition as easy for me as possible because, you know, a lot of guys in his situation could have been jealous or territorial and said, hey, listen, I'm not going to tell, you know, this young guy uh, what what helped me be successful, you know, because I, I want, you know, the, the, the state titles, I want the records. Um, but, you know, he, he feels great love for this place and he wants to see it continue to succeed. And um, he's been, um, you know, an open book during this process. I love it. And somebody, someone somewhere is listening to this going, does this guy not know who Bobby Porter is? And I, I will warn everybody. I said on the very first episode, what well, this is not, and I am not a Utah high school basketball historian. So uh, thank you for educating me on, uh, on the, the history of, of LCA basketball. I, I mean, I knew they were really good. Um, you know, I knew they had a coach for a long time. I couldn't recall his name. So I thought, thank well, you. That's, that's well, great. no, and honestly, you know, obviously I'm new to Utah as well, but you know, you walk the halls of LCA, you see his picture everywhere. So you can't help, but, but gleam a little bit of information and knowledge. And, you know, obviously, you know, the school is, is, is um, founded by the Crowder family and Pastor Crowder specifically, but, you know, Bobby Porter was instrumental, um, you know, every step along the way and the school wouldn't be where it was without him. Yeah. I love it. Uh, well, I'm excited to, uh, you know, to follow LCA this year. Um, you know, I've got, I've got you guys locked in on, was it Max Preps? I got the Max Preps app. Um, if Max Preps wants to sponsor this, podcast, I was just about to say, I'm a sponsor. I will shout them out at every <laughs> at every turn. Um, but um, I'm stoked to uh, to follow. It was great to meet you. Uh, we got to we got to grab some coffee together, and you were like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "I don't know. I was new to Utah once, and I like basketball." And and you're like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." I will just well, I, uh, so I'm I'm a native New Yorker, so I uh, I question anyone who's being nice and I, I try to f figure out people's motives um along the way and i very instantaneously realized that your motive was for me to help host a podcast with you one day so if this is you offering me a spot as your full-time host i'll take it anytime anytime you're like hey we got to get i mean i want to have kids like i think it's i think it's a great opportunity for kids to learn how to you know how to talk and how to be interviewed and how to talk with adults and you know because like i would love to have you know, kids like Tyron on, like, why not? Why, why yep. can't we talk? Why can't we talk with them and, and uh, let them share a little bit and, um, you know, help them understand what it's like to sit down and talk with an adult. I mean, I think that's a, that's another life skill yep. that, um, that I think kids these days, we are so old. I heard, Nate, Nate Bargatze said, he's, I heard him say, uh, I'm, I'm from the 1900s. That's <laughs> yeah, it's true. From another, from another, decade um yeah. more well, importantly next time I, I hop on into your podcast i'm gonna get a better background i think i got like asbestos or something in in, in this basement and you're you're in a full-scale studio uh you know my, with my nuggets championship banner i can see me. that in the background yeah, yeah. Background. just so everyone just so everyone knows That's um cool. who the nba champions are at the at the time of this uh podcast recording yeah. Um, okay, well, see, uh, we didn't even get any funny stories. We, I mean, what funny story? I don't, I don't have any funny stories. No, you teased it with Isaiah Thomas, but uh, we don't next time we'll have plenty of opportunities. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know how many guests you're gonna end up getting on the show. You know, I think it's gonna be wow, yeah, I just, I just think it's gonna be a rotation of me and uh, you know, what, what's uh, Sanja, uh, you know, he'll, he'll hop yeah, on, yeah, and yeah. that's gonna be it, yeah, that's uh, it. We'll just we'll, we'll just rotate back back and forth. Well, I'll take uh, 
I'll, I'll take even weeks. He'll take odd weeks. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll just, I gotta, I gotta throw in like Tuesdays with Tim Drisdom. So he's yeah, got, yeah. got to have him on. No, I mean, I've actually got quite a few people. Uh, who reached out? I'm, to so, me. I'm sorry. Did I touch a nerve? <laughs> I apologize. I'm really mad. Now you're going to bring out you're gonna bring out the New Yorker and me. I'm gonna. Uh, no, I don't. I honestly have zero uh, end game with this whole podcast. Um, I just I found like when I started my packaging one, and people like kind of made fun of me. They were like, "Why would you have a packaging podcast?" And then five years later, it's it's listened to all over the world like i get speaking up it's been incredible i didn't set out to do that it's just i found that podcasts are great when they are very focused and very niche because then you get like a group of people like i love like denver nuggets podcasts right there's a small group of people who just really love to nerd out about the denver nuggets and that's kind of what podcasts are for if you just wanted a general sports podcast like there's plenty of those out there right but why not have something in this format that we can talk to people like yourself and, and, you know, and Tim and Sanyan and that's it. Just the three, just the four of us. Yeah. That'd be great. I I got to very excitedly tell my wife like, Hey, you know, I got to go downstairs after we put our daughter to bed because, you know, I'm on a podcast. (laughs) I tried to throw it out there trying to get her to take the bait, but she was not interested. She is. No, I'm fairly certain she won't even listen to this. I, I hate to break it to you. Oh, that's that's totally fine. Uh, I pay my mom plenty of money to like VPN in from all over the world. So I get mm-hmm. like, you know, 10 downloads. It's going to be fantastic. Be um, well, hey, man, uh, thanks again. Appreciate you coming on um, from from the basement of Casa de Stanley mm-hmm. and uh, looking forward to following you guys and, and having you come back on and whatever. What do we say? Four weeks. The rotational. Yeah. It will be yeah, ro- rotation. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I think yeah, four weeks. I should hop back on. Okay. Sounds great. (laughs) All right. We'll see you. Thanks again.